0: And cue music I don't know how many of you have heard, but there's a flesh-eating virus going around Yeah, it's called music
1: Alright, welcome back, welcome to 2020 Andy, how you doing?
0: I'm doing alright, man, how about yourself?
1: Good, I'm ready to kick the New Year's ass That's how I feel, I'm yeah. fired up you have any New Year's resolutions? Uh <laughs> I catch you up. To get my hard. blood
0: pressure down, I guess. Oh yeah. Getting all old and that's getting jacked up.
1: Well if it makes you feel any better. I, I found out that my cholesterol was, you know, high, so, so I don't really know what to do about that. They told me diet and exercise, and it's like I already yeah. diet and exercise, so what the fuck do you want me to do? <laughs> so I've just been hitting it harder. That's all you can do. I figured part of my uh if I was going to call it a New Year's resolution, it would be to, you know, burn up as much of this body fat as possible, get shredded, yeah. look like a fucking stud by the time I hit the pool. and
0: You could look like the, the guys summer. in Bad
1: Wolves, like all jacked up. Yeah. That's my goal. That's exactly what I want to look like, um, but not be like, I don't know. I don't know those guys, but. <laughs> not we, be as douchey. I think we've I mean, ripped on them enough. Yeah. But no, yeah.
0: Well, that was it, huh? Just the yeah blood pressure thing. I guess that's the same as yours, like exercise more to... Yeah, I mean, whatever. It's not really down. a New Year's resolution
1: for me because I've been pretty hard for the last couple of years, really. Like I think it was 2018 when I really started hitting the gym hard and just trying to not be a sloppy piece of shit.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> just for the sake of, I feel like the older I get, my mortality is like creeping up on me and I feel like, <laughs> fuck, I don't want to die. Yeah. Like, I don't know whether there's a God. I don't know whether there's anything after this. So I kind of want to, I'm trying to hold yeah. on to this thing forever. You know, that's what I tell people all the time. They're like, well, why are you so concerned about your diet? Cause like where I work,
0: like yeah, people. Cause you said people much, would go to McDonald's and get cheeseburgers Oh yeah, they just eat like shit.
1: Like, you know, yeah. working out in the shop with all these guys and stuff for all these years. Even though I'm not really in the shop that much anymore, but, you know, the guys that I work around, it's like, you eat a salad, and some of these dudes be like, salad, man, what are you, fucking gay? Man, you want some fucking dick to go with that? <laughs> I mean, I'm not even, like, that's seriously yeah. the mentality of some of the guys I work with. I mean, literally one time I said something about going to Barnes & Nobles and somebody was like, "Booking books, man, were you, fucking queer?
0: <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, but I kind of miss working with guys like that. Oh, it's funny. Yeah.
1: It's funny. I mean, I... I appreciate it for what it is. I yeah. don't think it's a big deal. It's like, whatever, man. Just because you're fucking illiterate and 40. You know? <laughs> can barely tie your shoes. Nice Velcro steel toe boots, you
0: retard. Anyhow. And there I am, throwing I, that yeah, out. I guess my thing with, like, working out is maybe I'm cheap or something. I just want to... I don't want to have to buy new pants. Because if I gain weight, oh, then i got to buy more jeans, right? To fit, uh, like, my fat ass into them. I'd rather just... Uh, keep the same ones, you know, because I've had these for a while. Right. So, I don't know, more money for way, concerts man. and shit.
1: I feel you on that. I've been in a size 32 jeans, like, my whole adult life, pretty much. Yeah. And, like, that's when I usually get, like, before I would get on a big workout kick because they'd start getting really tight. It was like yeah, oh, I couldn't and I gotta breathe.
0: The next notch on my belt. Yeah, and I actually
1: bought one pair of 33 uh, waist size jeans. You know, I bought a pair of 33s, and I just was like, no, fuck this. You know, yeah. uh, I'm just not. <laughs> this is the only pair I'm buying to get me by for now. But my fat ass is gonna start doing some sit ups yeah. and then, like, get on the treadmill. So, but that's everybody. Like I went to the gym yesterday. And it was the first time, I mean, since I have a treadmill down here now, I don't go to the gym as often. Just when I want to do certain workouts with certain machines and stuff. So I go down there yesterday, and it's like typical first of the year bullshit, man. Just the place is fucking slammed. Which, good for people, right? Yeah. Like, I want to be like, hey, good. Yeah, get in shape, be healthier. Like, I want to, like, you know, promote that and kind of pump people up like yeah dude fuck it but you know they're not gonna stay there i wish they would even though it's kind of a burden i have to fuck around with all these people in my way on
0: my machines that i want stuff but oh yeah um you gotta wait your turn if you're doing one of those cycles right oh i don't ever do that you talking like the 30
1: minute workout yeah i didn't know if you did something like that that, or you go to machine but i have certain ones i have certain ones and i do kind of stick to a certain order I'm totally choking on something right now.
0: Choke on it! (laughs)
1: There you go. Ah, nice. Bringing that one back. Yeah, but I mean, it's just like the New Year New Me assholes that are just, they're there just so they can fucking check in on Facebook Facebook or something. At Planet Fitness. There you go. There's another sponsor. I'm going to hit Planet Fitness up to sponsor this show. They probably wouldn't like it because they would say that calling all these people New Year, New Me assholes is (laughs) bull. Yeah. You're a bully. You're making fun of fat people that won't stick with their fucking diet. not making fun of them. Hey, we're trying to motivate them, right? Yeah, I'm trying to motivate you to be a better person. God damn it. Yeah, I'm trying to shame you. Because if you're sitting there like, yeah, man, that's me. He's right. I won't fucking stick with this. I need to get back. (laughs) I don't... I don't know why the hell this just turned into a motivational health thing, but I'm clearly bad at it because I'm just. We need way Denny too here, blunt. motivational
0: speaker. Yeah, Denny, Denny Smith.
1: Smith, motivational speaker. So yeah, that was our, our last episode. Um, that was a really fun one. Yeah, it ran super long, man. We were <clears throat> it was like our record length, I think. God, I'm sorry. I'm like coughing, but I was upstairs eating these pistachios when you got here, and I feel like one is just floating in the back of my throat somewhere, like stuck in there, like in my windpipe or something, <laughs> and I just can't shake it. <clears throat> so I'm going to sit here and clear my throat like 400 times this episode. You've been warned. Either Andy will go in and <laughs> meticulously edit yeah. them all out, you know, or we could throw on some effect where it just sounds like a cool effect.
0: Yeah. Every time I clear my throat, it sounds like a gunshot going off. <laughs> I don't know. I was thinking more like the uh, the Greta Metal remix where you do like a death metal growl all the time. We all go along with their King Diamond shirt.
1: Fuck, yeah. Yeah, I actually, dude, I ordered a bunch of new
0: shirts. Uh, some like Hot Topic. Because Yeah, you said like DL. they had a Black Friday deal. Yeah, right? it was like
1: 12 bucks a shirt and I'm like, and they never have anything cool in stock. Like at the yeah. one here, anyhow. You know. But if you look online, they got some pretty cool shirts. So I ordered a few and then, yeah, it was kind of funny because like one of them's already tight because I swear to God, dude, over the holidays, all I did was just drink beer and just eat. (laughs) And (laughs) it's like, I wore that shirt once before I fucking put it on again and was like, God damn it. What the hell? (laughs) It's all tight. Oh my God. So, you know, this one, I'm, I'm squeezed into it a little more comfortably but we well, still got some work to do to battle the man. the post Christmas carbs, man. All those fucking cookies and all the beer like Christmas time. I just that's one that is one New Year's resolution I have. Even though this Bloody Mary is probably just as high and everything that's terrible for you as a beer. But if I if I drink, which obviously I probably will, and probably more than the doctor would order, but at least two I'm, times a month you're going to drink right when we do this well i'm trying to when i'm drinking yeah i'm just trying to drink uh like last night well pretty much all week if i felt like having a drink i would drink a gin and tonic and so i think i had i had some wine the other day too so i'm trying to stick to gin and tonic and wine just some red wine i do like cabernets and stuff so yeah. um but i did i did crack into a into a beer last night, but it was a high-octane one, so it was like drinking a hard liquor almost, you know, Hmm. so it was just one, and it lasted me the duration of the movie I was watching, so, you know, good times. Yeah. So there's another part of my New Year's resolution, if you want to call it that, so, except it's not, because I'm not a New Year, New Me fucking (laughs) tool, I'm not gonna just do it for a month
0: and then fucking quit. This is it. Yeah, you're not new year, new you. You're just trying to maintain what you've already been doing. Pretty much. I've been doing that anyhow,
1: but yeah. So, I don't know. Now I feel like a jerk. Like, I just shamed everybody at the gym. I'm sorry, people. I really want you and your wife to go in there and take up space on the (laughs) treadmills and just be in everybody's way year-round. That's what I want. So... Actually, you know what I saw one day, and this is totally I hate to just keep going off topic. We haven't That's even fine. We're not That's even cool. digging. We only have 2 albums that we're going to talk about today, so we might as well talk about some other shit, but the stupidest thing I've ever seen at the gym was a couple walking on the treadmill side by side holding hands. What? They're <laughs> holding like holding fucking on hands. Like on the treadmill, working out and holding hands. It's like, "Motherfucker, if you can hold her hand while doing that, you ain't doing anything." <laughs> Like, you yeah, really. not
0: burning anything. What the fuck is that? Yeah, because what, are you going at the same speed or something? To... Yeah, I mean, they were just, like, casually walking yeah. along.
1: It's like, why don't you just go for a walk yeah. in the neighborhood if that's what you're going to do? Like, this is stupid. <laughs> yeah. Like, let go of her. Nobody's going to try to fuck her while she's here on the treadmill. Like, no one's going to come up and hit on her. Trust me. I mean, I'm sitting here looking at her, and uh, I wouldn't hit on her if it was actually an appropriate time to hit on a woman, let alone... You know. At the gym. I mean. (laughs) So, I just thought that was silly. That was one of the silliest things I've ever seen. And that was actually like this time last year. That wasn't even something recent. But for some reason, thinking about all the couples that come in there at the beginning (laughs) of the year just reminded me of that. Oh, it was so fucking terrible. I hated them people. So, anyhow. Um. Yeah, I don't know. So, what else is going on before we dive into these these albums? Uh, All right.
0: Well, last night I was just scrolling through Facebook, and somebody posted like a question, and then I thought, well, maybe I'll pose it to you. It's not really that uh, deep of a question. It was just, uh, did you prefer Elton John Rocket Man or the Queen Bohemian Rhapsody movie? I actually haven't watched Rocket Man yet. Oh. Well, shit, I'll edit that out. (laughs) No, you can leave Uh it in there.
1: We can talk about it. It's on my list of movies to watch. The reason why I haven't been too eager to watch it is because I heard it was more like a musical.
0: Yeah, it's more like a musical.
1: And I was like, god damn it. Because I don't really like musicals. I might end up liking it. I mean, I like his music. I'm a fan.
0: Yeah. But, um... See, I don't like musicals either, really. But... uh, This one was like I didn't know what I was getting myself into. So the first like song that's like a musical like is in the first like minute or two of the movie, and it's one of those cliched things where people like in the street are all bursting into song. Mm. I was like, oh fuck! But then um, after that though, it was kind of cool because like uh, the songs, his songs in the movie, they feature into the story. So if something's going on in the plot, they'll kind of work a song into. That, so, I don't know. I mean, that's how musicals work. Yeah, but sometimes in musicals, though, like, I know that's how they work, but sometimes it just sounds like they're, like, talk singing Mm -hmm. or something, and it's not really a song. It's just like... Yeah. I get what you're saying. Yeah. And this was like, they kind of rearranged some of his songs, too. So, I don't know. Well, I will watch it eventually. I think it's the same director, too. Actually, I think I've kind of just been burned out on the whole music movie thing.
1: Like, I haven't even watched Yesterday yet, and I've heard it's great.
0: Yeah, I haven't seen it. Bob let me borrow uh, the Bruce Springsteen one, uh, Blinded by the Light. But that that seems like it's just a story that just features uh, his music as a soundtrack, basically. Yeah,
1: and I'm kind of like, I watched the trailer for it and was like, yeah, pass. Mm. Huge Springsteen fan. I don't give a shit. I mean, I will watch it. I know I will, but just right now, I'm just kind of for some reason, I'm on some kick where I'm snubbing all that shit. It just yeah. doesn't interest me. There's so much. Once the, once the market's flooded with that shit, it's just like not as cool anymore. You know, like that one year when the Queen thing came out, yeah. and then there was, uh, like even the star, uh, Star is Born. That remake was fucking great. Yeah. Um, and then there was the Blaze Foley biopic. That was really badass. I mean, that was more of a you know, under the radar kind of yeah. thing. Ethan Hawke made that movie. I thought that was the best out of the three that came out around that time. That was a
0: really amazing Yeah, because I think literally. you did mention that before.
1: I probably did. Yeah. I think after I watched it, I brought it up in every conversation I had. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I, I'd go through a drive-thru and order a cheeseburger. Be like, Hey, uh, by the way, man, you see that new uh, Blaze Foley movie, Blaze? Uh, what are you talking about? When you say
0: that, though, I keep thinking of, like, Blaze Bailey, the Iron Maiden guy, right? (laughs) Yeah. That'd be cool, too. That'd be a cool biopic.
1: (laughs) No, the guy who played him just, I mean, it was just, whatever. I'm not going to sit here and harp on it. I probably already did that through half of an episode. So, just go fucking watch it. If everybody would just watch it and then message me and be like, God damn, you were right, that was an amazing movie. I'd be fucking happy. (laughs) Or message me and just be like, dude, you're an idiot. You're a piece... that just a piece of shit. (laughs) But I don't see a lot of people maybe liking it as much as me, but just because it was different, it wasn't as flashy as the Queen one, you know. And I felt like A Stars Born was perfect because the story was really great, you know. Yeah. But it was flashy enough to keep, like, all the, like, kind of casual just moviegoers, you know. Yeah, see, that's what I
0: feel like. Not... So like I don't know I guess not to change gears but we're already talking about it anyways but like as much as I like the Queen movie and I actually went and saw that like I think four Sundays in a row it became, it became like my Sunday you ritual saw four times in a the row yeah Jesus. four times in row well I went with I think I went by myself the first week and it came out just like I think it was like I could either watch something on Netflix or I could go see this movie and I'm like screw it peeking theaters down the street I'll just go see it right well, then my mom and my aunt, they wanted to see it, so I went with them the next Sunday, and then I was just like, shit, I've went two Sundays in a row. I'll go the next Sunday. And then I just felt kind of like it be, kind of became my, uh, I don't know, ritual or yeah. something, like my Sunday church there or something. Go, uh dollars so m- popcorn.
1: And- <laughs>
0: <laughs> as, as much as I liked that, and it actually did get me into, like, queen more than I had been before, I think overall, I did like A Star is Born better. But I kind of feel like those being out at the same time, maybe that overshadowed the A Star is Born, because everybody's all hyped up about Queen. Freddie Mercury and that Rami Malek. That I kind of felt like... I don't know if you felt like this, but when the awards... All the movie awards were coming out, it was like... I felt like Bradley Cooper should have gotten something for that movie, because... He helped write it. He almost, like, spearheaded the movie. Like, he had something to do with the song. I was say, it was kind of his the, baby, right? Like, yeah, so I felt like he almost got snubbed or something. Hmm. Yeah, I'm kind of shocked he didn't get it. I don't really pay attention to the award show stuff. <clears throat> I don't either, but I think it's just because last year they actually, like, threw out nominations to stuff I liked. Like, Black Panther got nominated, and uh, I saw that. And then there was these uh, two uh, music movies. Hmm. So it seemed like... uh, Usually I'm far out of left field from whatever's kind of, like, award-nominated. Right. Yeah, they... uh, Both those movies were playing, I remember, at the same
1: time, because we were, like, as always, late to the party. Because, I mean, it's not that often, having kids, that we get a sitter to where we can go see a movie. Yeah. Or when we do, I mean, we get we're blessed with people who watch our kids for us and stuff not everybody has that we're lucky in that regard but when we do get somebody to watch our kids we kind of don't want to go sit in a movie theater and not talk to each other for you know
0: yeah because then that's going to be like three hours or something with yeah. like previews
1: and stuff so I don't know it's like it'd be different if we got a sitter for the whole fucking day and we could go watch a movie in the afternoon go out to dinner and then go out yeah. the afterwards but we prefer to try to go hang out because my my mentality anymore is like eh I can wait till it comes out, and we can just watch it at home after the kids go to bed, you know. But I we had, like, a date night, and both of those were playing, and it was kind of like, well, we could go see A Star is Born, or we could go see The Queen movie. And she wanted to go see The Queen movie more, and I kind of did, too. I mean, I thought A Star is Born looked great. I thought they both looked great, but we just kind of decided on that because my wife's, you know, Queen's one of her go-to's she listens to a lot of stuff I guess for <laughs> for, being kind of like she probably listens to a lot more stuff just because I do and she likes a lot of the stuff I listen to um, but if it's up to her and she puts on something it's always like the Beatles are Queen and Elvis those are like her three go-tos so that and Butch Walker so I got her turned on to Butch Walker years back and everything and Kind of became a crush for a while for her. <clears throat> Didn't want to admit that on the show, but anyhow, my wife would probably leave me for Butch Walker. That's all I'm saying.
0: So I
1: feel like I made that awkward. Like you're
0: looking at me. Uh, like, no, you. I mean, I was, I was just trying to think of something to say that would be funny, but I couldn't uh, think of anything. Maybe you'd leave her for the girl at the gym holding hands, or uh, the guy. Yeah.
1: I was gonna break them up. Hey, my wife just loved me, so I'm gonna need to borrow yours for a while. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So <laughs> I don't know. I'm glad my wife doesn't listen to this. I don't think she does, but I don't. I don't think she listens to podcasts at all or knows how to. But I imagine if she listened to that whole thing, she'd be like, "What the? F-? Why did you say that?"
0: I don't think she'd be offended. She'd I don't think she'd be offended. Just like... She'd
1: probably just shake her head. I mean, like, yeah. Damn it, Brent. That's the that's our relationship, though. Usually something comes out of my mouth, and it's just her shaking her head at me <laughs> like, what the fuck, did you really just say that? So anyhow, busting into the two albums yeah. we have, these aren't right. really, we're right at the beginning of the year, there's nothing that's really come out yet this year. I mean, there is, but nothing that we yeah. felt inclined to mess around with. So really, these are kind of leftovers from last year. There's yeah, just like a couple I thought we are kind
0: of backtracking...
1: Yeah, A little bit. we definitely are with the Who one, but we forgot about it. It wasn't on my radar at all.
0: It kind of was on my radar. It was supposed to be out in November, actually, and I was going to bring it up for one of those episodes. Maybe, I think it might have been early November, the one with, like, Jeff Lynne yeah. and stuff, but then it was...
1: Did it not come out on time or
0: something? Yeah, they pushed it back. Oh, because I thought when I
1: looked at it, when I listened to it on Amazon, it said... The release date was like November, something like early November. And I yeah, was like, well, how, the f- how did we miss this? It
0: was supposed to be, and then yeah, because uh, I went and saw them, so are we gonna talk about that one first? I guess, yeah, I mean, it's yeah, know, it was early, it makes sense, so. yeah, at least to me. I saw them on tour too in September, and they played like um, two new songs that were oh. ended up being on that album, and I think they even said, yeah, we're gonna have an album out in the fall. Hmm. Or something, and I think they mentioned like November. So I was kind of put it down on like a I I think like tentative list or something for something to get to. But yeah, it wasn't out. Hmm. So who was all touring? I mean, obviously not Keith Moon. No. <laughs> uh, or that what Pete Entwistle didn't he? Oh, John Entwistle Oh yeah, John. Yeah. 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 Um, <clears throat> I think he passed away too recently. Right. But yeah, there's obviously Roger Daltrey and Pete Townsend. But then he's got like a brother, I think, Simon Townsend, that's in the band. Hmm. And Ringo Starr's kid is a drummer, oh, like really? Zach Starkey. Seems like I did hear
1: something about that.
0: But I don't know who was. They had another guitar player. But the thing that was kind of cool was they had like an orchestra with them on this tour. So they played some songs with the orchestra backing them up. Then they kind of had, like, a thing where just the band played a couple songs, and then they went back to the orchestra for more. So it all almost was, like, three sets in one.
1: Well, I kind of noticed a lot of the <clears throat> orchestra stuff on this new album, you know.
0: Which I thought it was weird
1: this many years into their career to just now have a self-titled record, yeah. you know. And a lot of times I feel like bands, when they come back later in their career and have a self-titled record, it's because it's, like... yeah fuck, we're really proud of this.
0: And, this is, and most of the time it is like a really badass record, you know? Or if they change, like, members. Like, I think Dream Theater did that after uh, uh, Mike yeah. Por- one of the ones after Mike Portland was gone. It was just right. self-titled. Like when they, when Mangini first joined.
1: Yeah, that was a great record, though.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't know that I'm that excited about this Who album. So I don't know if you want to go first. You might have kinder words to say.
0: Yeah, I kind of, well, obviously I saw him on this uh, tour, well, in front of the album. Uh, but I was never really super into the Who. Like, they're always, they always were just a band that was on the radio for me. I don't know right. yeah felt the same way. I mean, I
1: have, I think I have the bulk of their earlier stuff. But I've, I've never been a diehard. I mean, I have a friend who is a really yeah. big fan and stuff, but... I've just always kind of been like a casual fan.
0: Yeah, like I've obviously heard the the radio stuff, like are the singles, and then I like that "Who's Next"? I think where they're like peed on the uh, monument or right. something, because like, that seems to be like the big album with that has a lot of the later hits, hits. like yeah. yeah, the kind of big stuff like Babbo O'Reilly and stuff. But um, yeah, like I guess hearing him on tour and kind of listening to some stuff before I saw him on that tour. I think I gained, like, a different appreciation for him. Yeah. Because, yeah, that Roger Daltrey does have, like, an awesome voice, or he did... I mean, um, a great. Voice It was stronger singer. back yeah. then, obviously. <clears throat> yeah. But, yeah. Now, yeah, I don't uh, know if it's just me, like, my feelings of kind of, like, not being super into him, but it seems like maybe they're, as far as the big classic rock bands go, they're almost, like, underrated compared to some of them, I feel like.
1: Yeah, I don't think they have quite the... They don't get quite the, you know, respect, maybe, as, like, the Beatles or the Stones. Like, people always from that era, it's always, like, Beatles or the Stones. Yeah. You know, and then you get some people that are like, well, I'm the oddball, man. I'm the fucking who.
0: Yeah, or uh, even, like, I guess, GLO, like, putting together so much of that stuff, you know, the... I guess it's called imaging, the stuff that goes between songs where it's like, you're listening to GLO, you're home for Led Zeppelin. It's like have the... Yeah, like Bayhan would always like, because uh, from doing that for so long, um, usually the bands he would hit would yeah, be the Beatles, Van Halen, Zeppelin, the Stones, maybe even the Eagles, or like Jimi Hendrix and stuff like that. Those would be the bands he would hit, so it almost seem like, yeah, the Who is kind of like on the fringe of kind of like, I guess... Even thinking about that now, thinking about them being underrated, all their songs were in the uh, CBS, what's that, NCIS? Oh, yeah. Or something, their song, So they're at least popular enough to have their song featured as, like, theme songs. Right. Yeah, I was trying to think, actually, what the, uh,
1: the song was, but...
0: Yeah, because that one guy, I never watched the show, but he would, like, he'd do the uh, sunglasses, like, pull off, and he'd do his one-liner, and then it would go, yeah! Yeah. Like that. Um, Won't Get Fooled Again. Won't Get Fooled Again, yeah. Yeah. I was trying to think of the song.
1: I could hear everything but the damn chorus in my head. (laughs) Yeah. It's like one of their biggest songs and I'm just sitting here just blanked out like, uh, what was it? Yeah, I don't know. Like, the first song on this album, it's called All This Music Will Fade. I felt like uh, there's something cool, but they, there's something cool there, but they didn't quite achieve it. That's how I felt about it. Like, Yeah. You know, I appreciated the first line where he's like, I don't care. I know you're going to hate this song. I was like, (laughs) ah, it's cool. You know, but, and they sound fired up, but like, God, I hate to say this. I'm not trying to like shame old people or anything, but maybe they're just too old and tired to pull something that off with that much angst. You know what I mean? Like I just wasn't buying it the whole time I was listening to it.
0: That's kind of the way I felt with a lot of these songs. Actually, you're saying that because I wrote one down. It was like rocking in rage. I'm like, how much, yeah, rage can you have? Right. Maybe you're like, like you're millionaires. You're raging in your orthopedic shoes or something. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but, God.
1: but no, yeah. I'm fucking mad because Walmart was out of insure.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but no, I felt the same way with a lot of those songs. Like there was something cool about it, but it didn't
1: That's
0: really like, get kind of fully stormed, stormed or yeah. something. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and So like I'm glad you're on the right
0: track, or I was on the... The right
1: track. <laughs> I'm glad that your opinion was the same as mine, otherwise you'd be fucking wrong. Yeah, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: no, I mean, I, I'm i with you. I felt that way about this yeah. whole record, man. Like, if I was going to sum this album up in one word, it would be tired. Yeah. Just, it just sounds tired. There's a huge... There's all the orchestra sh- shit. Like, there's all this instrumentation. It's produced really well. And it sounds like classic Who. Yeah, except it's missing the fucking energy of the guys that were like in their 20s and 30s back when they recorded all the shit that mattered and all the stuff that, yeah. was, you know, they just like I, they were trying to capture something they don't have anymore. In some ways, it was sad. But to me, it was like it sounded like a bunch of dudes in a retirement home that were like, hey, man, you want to make a record? <laughs> I mean, we all play instruments. <laughs> let's start a fucking band. Let's go make a record. Except it was, like, all executed really well. Yeah. But it just sounds like a bunch of old guys that are too tired to really fucking do it.
0: Dude, you kind of hit the nail on the head, dude.
1: I mean, that's, yeah, that was like, (laughs) I just envisioned that, like, you know. And there's just, you can hear it in the music when people just aren't, you know. Like, there's a reason why the first couple Motley Crue records are fucking great, Yeah. you know. And then the more money they made, the more watered down their shit was,
0: Yeah.
1: you know. Like now, every time they put out a new song, it's like, oh Jesus Christ, really?
0: Like that sex one, I remember. Oh, I'm thinking Jesus. of that one from a couple tours ago. They're like, all right, we're gonna tour, but we need some more uh, music to, like, yeah. you know, have an excuse to tour. Yeah. And that sex song was, that was god awful. But then they did this stuff for that new uh, movie stuff that even put that. Yeah. Like I don't know. It's like even worse than that. Yeah.
1: You're gonna make a soundtrack to a movie about your past, but you're gonna record new music.
0: Yeah. How
1: does new music fit into a movie that basically the timeline ended like 20-some years ago? Because basically it ends with them yeah. getting back together with yeah. Vince in 97. Okay? So it's like, so at what point are you going to sneak the new fucking song in there? Which was garbage. <laughs> I, I just, I don't know. Whatever. Separate rant. I love. I, I'm just <clears throat> such a huge fan. What was it? Give me the kid. dirt till it hurts. Yeah,
0: that not even rhyme. The dirt and hurt, kind of. Come on. Uh, but yeah, but like uh, talking about the songs on the Who album that were kind of good, but not quite like all the way. Like I like that Street song. Like it had a good beat and a good like you know melody to it, but. All he basically said was, this is my street song. Like, the whole song. Like, there really wasn't any other lyrics than just that. The music was good, but there was no, like, real, like, hook or anything to it.
1: Yeah, I don't... I'm trying
0: to even... I kind of remember that one.
1: It wasn't one I... I I mean, I kind of... I tried to go track by track, but then you start losing interest, and it's like, God, dude, I'm just tired of writing notes about stuff I don't care about. Like, what do I say? Like, ball and chain. <laughs> I don't know. It was kind of better than the opener, you know? Yeah, that was one they did on the tour, I think. Oh, really? They I'm just played, trying to figure out what he was yeah. saying the whole time. He kept saying something. And I was like, is he, what's he saying? Guantanamo? <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. down in Guantanamo uh, Bay with
1: a big cigar. Oh, so he is yelling Guantanamo the whole time. Yeah. I just thought it was missing. I kept listening to it going, God, am I just imagining this? Because it kind of <laughs> sounded ridiculous. Yeah, I couldn't quite, I thought, I just was mishearing it. Like, there's something really obvious there, (laughs) and I kept hearing Guantanamo. But then,
0: lo and behold, he's actually saying Guantanamo. I think, yeah, they did that one and Hero Ground Zero, Hmm. which I thought wasn't as good as, I thought Ball and Chain was better than Hero Ground Zero. Yeah, that was one I didn't really. I'd rather they do the Zero the Hero, Black Sabbath or something.
1: (laughs) Yeah, about anything, but. Any of these songs from this record would have probably gone over better live.
0: I don't know if you noticed this uh, too, like that one song "Detour." It sounded yeah. like it sounded like Magic School Bus because it's got the same beat, and he's like, "Take a detour." Take the school bus. That, it was kind of like the same thing to me.
1: That was the like, one where I had the epiphany of like the, the old dudes in a retirement home. <laughs> starting a band. Because that's kind of what it sounds like. Yeah, Like it's fun. Like it's some cute little song that a bunch of old men wrote, you know. It's like it's like this. your grandpa shows up to fucking Thanksgiving and he's like, Hey, check this song out that me and my buddies at the home recorded. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, grandpa, that's fucking cool, man. But really it's just kind of like cute that he... You know, that mm-hmm. him and his buddies are still doing this at like 80 years old. You're just kind of like, yeah, cool, you know. But again, performed really well, you <laughs> know, and a really and produced really well and everything. I mean, so, but that is kind of all I get out of most of this record. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't want to get wise. That yeah. song I kind of thought was cool, but then the chorus sucked. So it's like, oh, this is actually, nope, never mind.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, see, that's one that I liked and I kind of kept going back to it listening to it a couple times. And it sounded like a reworking of like, I don't know if I'm just trying to liken stuff to other songs, but it sounded like won't get fooled again. And then I thought maybe at first it would be like a sequel to that like, hey, we we weren't fooled in the 70s and we're still not going <laughs> sure to be wise to We're wise now. to your bullshit, you know, or something. So I thought it was going to be one of those like political Mm. Songs, but then I looked at the lyrics, and it does kind of sound like this Raging in Your Orthopedic Shoes because they're kind of like <laughs> it's a song about being the who, I think. Because they're like, hey, we're old now and we're not going to be wise, we're going to stick to our like, right. you know, rebel ways. Can't or teach an old dog new tricks. And yeah. Like, no fucking need to. Yeah. Not so gonna It's gonna kind of like a formular. biographical song. Bio- <clears throat> autobiographical. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just butchered that, like how <laughs> we're right. butchering records.
1: <laughs> I feel like I'll Be Back was funny because that was the point where it finally shifted gears and stopped sounding like the exact same stuff over and over again. Yeah. But then it was like maybe a hair catchier. It was l- like somehow as boring of a song as it was, it was It was no, no more or no less anticlimactic than like the rest of the record, mm. you know? But then I actually thought if I had to pick, my favorite from the record was Break the News.
0: Yeah. Dude, I wrote that
1: too. That was hands was, down my favorite yeah. song on the record. They should have probably just put out a single Yeah. and not wasted their time and money on the rest of this. But they're probably proud
0: of it. They yeah, were. but then the thing was with that is because I like that too. So I wanted to like, um, Denny, I actually did research and looked up stuff. Ah, oh, horse shit. If he's listening. <laughs> not how we do it. Uh, but I wondered who, like, wrote that, because I was kind of looking, and it said Break the News was uh, Simon Townsend. Oh. Uh, he wrote that. Oh, so,
1: you know, someone who's not in the Who.
0: <laughs> yeah, so maybe that's why it's cool. It took not Pete Townsend
1: to, to pen that one. Well, you know.
0: It was a pretty cool song, though, I thought, like...
1: It seems like a long record, doesn't it? I mean, I felt like it just went on for forever. It was 14 songs. It felt like 18. Yeah.
0: Right?
1: I just maybe because I was tired of it, and it was tired. It was maybe tired. what
0: you're saying was they could have just done what the Rolling Stones do, or I think maybe they even did this too, is put out a new Greatest Hits, like your eighth Greatest Hits, yeah. but add in a couple as bonus tracks. like Right. Because you know, I think that's what the Stones have done a couple They've times. Had,
1: yeah, the Stones have had some really cool things recently. Some of their
0: new stuff's been pretty solid for a bunch of old dudes, you know. Yeah, because there was one that I liked, though, when they put out one of those greatest hits. I don't know if it was, like, 40 Licks or something like that, but they had, like, two new songs on there that were pretty cool. I think they least. did have a couple new ones on there. Um, maybe. Maybe I'm thinking of something else. I, mean, I just know they the did Man, They that.
1: had one that was really badass a few years back. Yeah. And I just can't remember. I'm drawing a blank, man. So I'm really, I'm really up on my shit, man. Yeah. You know, I didn't do really. my research on the Stones, but I did on the Who. Yeah. So. Well, there you go. Well, so who I was knew, on topic. Who knew that the Stones would get brought into this? Yeah. But you know, I should know everything about everything, except I don't. I mean, it's not like it's not like we have a podcast that where where we to talk about music and stuff. We don't need to be educated on this stuff. I don't know. All in all, you know what my thought was, though, listening to this record? I thought, of any band... Now, granted, I mean, this is a fair comparison because in this case, you really only have two original members.
0: Yeah.
1: So it, it, I think it's a fair comparison to compare the two. But two bands that put out a record right around the same time where they were obviously trying to make it sound like the classic record, was this and Jeff Lynne's ELO. Yeah. I and thought Jeff Lynne just fucking handed them their ass on this. Like, yeah. Jeff Lynne not only pulled off making it sound like a classic ELO record, but, it, like, it's a great fucking record. Those songs are great. Yeah. So I just kind of feel like The Who was trying to do the same thing, and they just didn't have the songs, you know? Yeah. So I don't know. What can you do? Things can't, you know,
0: be I great. I feel forever. like though I wrote down I think or something like they still have some kind of melodies cuz there's yeah, uh, there's melodies. There's something about it that was at least listenable, but yeah, they didn't have the yeah. I guess they're almost like d- really polished demos. Like it needed a little bit more like lyrical work or
1: They're they're demo. listenable but they're just as forgettable as they are listenable, I guess, you know? Like, you're not going to walk away from this snapping your fingers singing any of these songs. Whereas that ELO record, the shit was in my head for, like, you know, after the first time I listened to it, I had, like, a song in my head. I had to go back and listen to it. (laughs) And then for the next week, I had two or three songs coming in and out of my head. You know, that's just great pop writing, you know? So...
0: Maybe that's why they held off on it and put it off, like, a month. Because, like, they knew that Jeff Lynne was, like... Because it was supposed to come out about that same time. It's like, they
1: exchanged albums, and The Who just kind of, like... Pete Townsend was listening to the new ELO, and was like, Oh, shit.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Never mind. We don't want to release these at the same time. Yeah. We want everybody to have time to digest the ELO and get tired of it, and then maybe someone will actually give a fuck about this record when we put it out. <laughs> maybe it did go down like that. I don't know. So... I'm sure things like that go down yeah. all the time. But like one of their reps called him, like their their agent called him I was yeah. like, hey guys, listen, I deserve the new ELO. Uh, I mean your album's great. Your album's great. Don't get me wrong. Your album's great. To mention it's great. Everybody's gonna love it. Everybody we're all fucking excited about your new record. But we just really think you should probably wait like another three or four weeks to put it out. <laughs> I don't know. I could I'm just hearing that in my in my little head. My little imagination. Yeah. So, if you are ready to move on. Yeah, I'm ready. You need another drink? Maybe. You need to pause this thing and go freshen up our drinks? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I can
0: do that. That was a actually- good We got time to make a detour. Detour.
1: Detour! Sorry, we just had to take a detour. Detour! Go up and get some, uh, freshen up our drinks and whatnot. So, uh, see, that was a nice little segue from one, from the break into the... You don't have to put that, just put it wherever. Alright. I'll alphabetize it. (laughs) Um, we were just, uh, looking at some Who records and cracking some jokes and whatnot. Uh, anyhow, so... Our next selection for this episode was the new album from Harry Styles called Fine Line. And, uh, yeah, so Harry Styles, he was in, uh, Jesus, I don't know, one of those Backstreet Boys type things, but newer. New new Direction, right? One Direction. One Direction. I didn't know, but I looked it up because I didn't
0: know if he was one of those guys. Yeah, I
1: knew he was in one of those. Because I remember, like, he put out his first solo record, I think, a couple years ago. And somebody, I think it was my bass player, John, I think he was like, man, I really like that new Harry Styles album or song. I think it was just like one song that had come Oh, out.
0: yeah, Sign of the Times.
1: Yeah, I don't know. And he was like, oh, you need to listen to it. You'd like it. And I was like, yeah, okay. And I didn't. But, <laughs> you know, I just thought like, yeah, whatever. Like, it might have been okay. I wasn't really trying to snub it yeah. I just I just kind of did snub it I guess but um, you know how that is sometimes though sometimes I'll like listen to just something just the gayest thing when I'm drunk and just yeah. be like oh man I really like that you know yeah. and so I didn't know if that was one of those things where he just liked it because he listened to it like at the wrong time like he just was drunk and was like connected with it. <laughs> I don't know I so like I said I never listened to it I don't know a goddamn
0: thing about that song. Well, sometimes I feel like if somebody recommends me something like that, I do got to be in the right frame of mind for it. Because if they hype it up, then I'm expecting, like, this is going to fucking blow my mind. And then it doesn't, and I'm like... Like, this is going to be the next Good
1: Vibrations. This album is going to be the next Pet Sounds. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay, now I'm just taking it too far. But I don't think... I think that's the way
0: I thought with Ryan Adams when you guys were all talking about his self-titled a couple years ago. I was like... Well, if everybody's saying it's so fucking good, how come I haven't heard of this fucking Ryan Adams guy before? But I'm an idiot, and I listen to Five Finger Death Punch. So, yeah, what would I have known? Yeah, what would you have known? (laughs) We're glad we got you turned around.
1: Yeah, you did. Well, that's the way it was with the, speaking of Ryan Adams, his cover album, Taylor Swift's 1989. Everybody was just hyping that thing up. And I listened to it, and I was like, "This is boring." Like I, being a fan of his stuff, and I'm used to how mellow he can be, and I didn't like it at all. I just there was a couple versions that were cool of certain songs, yeah. but as an entire record, I was like, "No, no, don't touch Tay Tay's fucking album."
0: <laughs> yeah, because I think well, basically, you already had heard it and loved it when it was Ryan Adams, the right. self titled. It was basically that same style of. Those songs. So you kind of already were like, been there, done that. Yeah. Because he does that all the time. Did you, th- did you think that he just really... Do you think he liked that album as much as he did?
1: Or do you think he recorded that whole record just to try to connect with Tay- Taylor and maybe see if he could get Taylor into his studio and... Oh, like, his little harem and like try to... Yeah, could like make some indecent proposals to Tay-Tay. Maybe. I don't know.
0: He, he sounded like he could be kind of twisted. He did kind that. of. He did kind
1: of come off as. Let's uh, kind of come out now that he's a not a good guy. Yeah. Oh well. Let's get off that. topic. Yeah. yeah. All right. Harry Styles. I, yeah. Let's the get back to mind. Harry Styles. Jesus Christ, man! Now we're gonna start going off on tangents. Now I'm staring fucking... at your
0: shirt too, so you to check. Well, I'm stuff. glad it was my shirt.
1: Yeah. There's like this weird speckle in that. You see that? Yeah. I thought it was like dust. I was like, Jesus, do I have dandruff on my shirt? But I guess it's, it's just... It's like she's
0: got dandruff. It's just
1: the design. Yeah, they yeah. designed dandruff in this girl's shirt. Uh, Fatal Portrait. It's one of my favorite King Diamond albums. It's a good <laughs> one. You gotta be in the mood for King Diamond. You do. But I, uh, some people are probably diehards and, you know, in the mood all the time. But I don't know. That album and Them probably my two favorites. So... Anyhow, we keep going off topic. Uh, Harry Styles, Fine Line is the album, and the opening track, Golden, which unfortunately was not about golden showers,
0: um, <laughs> or maybe fortunately. <laughs> I don't know. Might have been more interesting. What well, I like it was that R. Song. Kelly it kind of like hooked me. Like I heard that song, I'm like, I was kind of like, I don't know if I really. Feel too hyped up about this album. I'll just listen to it anyways.
1: I suggested it because I to just it. thought it might be silly. Like, I thought we might just totally fucking make fun of it.
0: Yeah. Well, then I heard that Golden song, and I'm like, oh, shit. That sounds cool. There's, like, a lot of layers and a lot of stuff going yeah, on in the song. Yeah, it's produced
1: well, yeah. Yeah. I thought, like, the da 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 thing or however that little thing, that little backing vocal was real catchy, you know? Yeah. But the rest of the song, I was like, eh, I thought it was just kind of okay. Huh?
0: Cause see, I thought that that song kind of set the set the bar high as a good opening track. And my first listen through, I was like, well, nothing really hooked me as much as that song. But I'm wow. glad I went back and listened to it again. I was gonna
1: say I thought the second song, that Watermelon Sugar, I thought it was catchier. I don't know what the fuck he was talking about. Yeah. But it was catchier, and I thought it would have made a better. It would have hooked me right out the gate a little bit more than that Golden song did. But you know. This album, I mean, Mm -hmm. as much as I wanted to get some subject matter to make fun of. uh, Yeah, like, I couldn't
0: either. I didn't really get it.
1: Like, it's a pretty, it's not a great album, but it's a solid enough pop record. Like, there's some good, like, Adore You is a pretty cool song. It's catchy. It has, like, a really cool vibe. I feel like a lot of the songs on here have a cool vibe. I feel like this is, like, the kind of song where, like, you're getting all the pussy. Like... You know what I mean? Like he wrote this song, and pretty much like if he walks in a room and starts playing this song,
0: he's fucking everything in the room. <laughs> um, yeah. Speaking of that song, like I felt like, I guess that's why I wanted to look up like who he really was because I'd heard the name before and I'd heard that uh, "Sign of the Time song, but then I was like, well, this—he's like obviously like a young pop guy, but it didn't sound like something like I've heard a lot of modern pop.
1: Right. And it didn't
0: sound like that. Until that adore you. Right. And I was like so so I started like doing my research or something. And I was like That one actually does sound like the kind of top forty hook, and I guess it is the single. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say
1: that and Lights Up. Yeah. Lights Up to me sounds more like the obvious single. Like the Like it's a bit generic. It yeah. definitely wasn't my favorite track on the album, but like I could hear it being yeah. you know, a hit, something they play like in clubs, I guess. I haven't been in a you know, quote-unquote club in quite some time. Yeah. I don't know what the people... I don't know what the kids are dancing to these days. Um, I was actually
0: just talking about that. Sorry to get on another off-track thing. About dancing? <laughs> Somebody was talking about... One of my friends was talking about how they went out drinking recently and went downtown and went to Diesel, and I was like... Oh, God, I remember going there. Oh, God, yeah. But then I think the last time I was actually there was, like, 2011 or 12 or something. And it seemed like it was LMFAO, like, that kind of shit Uh, all the time. Shot, 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 shots. Yeah. (laughs) Isn't that the one? Yeah, or that, like, fly like a G6 or something, whatever that was. But, yeah, it's all that stuff where it's, like, just nonstop bass of, like diesel.
1: It's funny because some people are like, yeah, it's a dance club, and other people are like, oh, it's a gay bar. Yeah. It's like, no, it's a dance club, but, like, the only dudes that dance are gay. (laughs)
0: Like,
1: you know? Yeah. Like, seriously. Like, how many straight dancers can you think of, like, even, like, celebrities and shit? Like, there's, like, Mark Wahlberg back in his day, (laughs) and then a bunch of gay dudes. Yeah. So... I'm not even sure. Did he, I mean, he did dance, right? Like back when he was in, I think he danced in that video. I don't know if he danced. Or did he just take he his just... shirt off and stand there looking all cut and shit?
0: I don't think he danced. I think he Yeah, think he, he just looked all uh, ripped or cut. Or oh, fuck. I assumed he can dance.
1: I think he can dance. I'm, we're going to have to search this later, but I feel like Mark Wahlberg can probably dance. Otherwise, my joke's not funny anymore. you're thinking, like, Donnie
0: Wahlberg? Because wasn't his brother and like...
1: He was. Yeah. New kids on the block. Yeah. But I don't know if those guys can really dance. Like, they can, but they're not... Like, dude, you and I could probably dance like they dance.
0: Like, they really... Yeah, they just, just a did of, the coordinated, like... Yeah, they're just a bunch of straight like, white dudes. Like, yeah. it's pretty
1: much like line dancing. Yeah. But with fucking pop, <laughs> hip-hop <laughs> shit playing, dude. Like, it's not much different. Um... So back to Harry Styles. Goddamn, we're getting off
0: topic a lot. Hey, there was one on here, like, I don't know how you felt, but I wanted to highlight it. It was Canyon Moon. That one was interesting. That one was, because everything was kind of like poppy, poppy. I didn't like that it as one. much as a
1: song, but it was oh, an interesting. Okay. Like, a lot of this stuff to me, like the vibe, the sonic yeah. uh, elements in it. You know, It like was it pleasing just, to your yeah, ears. You know, I, yeah, as a production value... I just was listening to it like, oh, man, this sounds cool. Like, yeah, like I want to make a record that sounds like this, but maybe rock and roll and not, you know, quite as bitchy. I mean, it's not really bitchy. It's not Ed and bitchy. Yeah, but it's you know, I mean, he's trying to pull some ass, is what he's doing with this, with this record. Like I said, with "Adore You." He's gonna walk in the room, play that song, and fuck everything in the room afterwards. (laughs) Um, And and you know, not like drug him and drag him back to his apartment, all like Bill Cosby or any creepy shit like that. They're just gonna willingly. They're gonna willingly take it. They're gonna be like, I want you to just, uh, yeah. I don't know, Harry Styles. I feel like you uh, you
0: can't let me down, buddy. It's He's like that Ween's world. Down. What's that? Where it's like that Cassandra, and he goes, whoosh, and his he <laughs> pulls his pants off or something. Like girls, it's like girls hear that song and they're just like, whoosh. they're just scarce. Their panties <laughs> just blow right out from under yeah. them.
1: I don't know. That's what I envision. But I might just be like a old married guy that's been out of the game for a long time, just trying to fantasize and live. Vicariously through <laughs> Harry Styles here. I don't really know. I don't know what the point is of me imagining things like that, but. I don't know.
0: You just got a kind of funny imagination. Like, <laughs> like how I was thinking of the Wayne's World thing.
1: Music takes you to a special place, people, okay? This is why it's so beautiful. Uh, I thought, you know, Cherry was kind of the one acoustic tune that I thought had a really cool uh, kind of vibe to it, and then the way the drums come in at the end. Yeah, And kind of do, it wasn't like a great song, but I don't know, maybe it'll grow on me as far as the song goes. But the one that really got me as far as the song, hands down, my favorite song on the record was a piano ballad called Falling.
0: Huh. I thought
1: that song was great. Like I almost wanted to rip up my best of 2019 list so I could add this in there. Almost, but not quite. It wouldn't have made it, I don't think. Um, obviously I'd have to live with it longer to decide something like that it's not going to be detour on there either no no, (laughs) that will not be on there this really like in all seriousness I thought that was a really great song there were some great fucking lyrics some really great lines in there Um, I'm not going to get into it too much but I would suggest even if you just are absolutely opposed to listening to something so fucking gay and run of the mill pop as Harry Styles or anything that has to do with one direction, just shut the fuck up and go listen to the song falling. It's a great song. I don't give a shit where he came from, you know. I don't care if he was in fucking Pantera or <laughs> fucking Menudo.
0: Just, <laughs> just listen to the goddamn song. Yeah. It's a great song speaking of like uh speaking of that though, like uh, when you first like mentioned the Harry Styles thing, I saw the album cover. And that was almost misleading because I'm like, what the fuck is this? What are we yeah, listening to? Because it looks shit, like man. that Ed Grimley guy, you know, that was Martin Short. Where he's doing some kind of weird like pose with his pelvis uh, yeah, on. He's you're got talking his about. pants all hiked up, you know, like Ed Grimley. But yeah. I was like,
1: what the fuck is that? And then doesn't he have a, like kind of like an afro on his head that's kind of like he's got like some perm thing going on or maybe maybe his hair is just that curly. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what this guy looks like. And then it's pulled into like pigtails kinda. So it's like puffy little pigtail things.
0: Yeah, almost like didn't uh, didn't what's her face do that the uh, the Miley Cyrus? Oh something. yeah. She go through a phase like that. When
1: she did that whole, yeah, Iris she looked like an weird.
0: idiot too. But yeah, like the album cover, I was just like, uh, I don't know. But then he, yeah. So don't judge a book by its cover either. Just listen to the music.
1: True dat, yo. I thought she, she had a really cool vibe. I thought it was just okay as a song, but that chorus was fucking cool. Yeah. There was something really cool about the chorus. Like, it just sounded...
0: I was kind of hoping cool. he would have done a pop version of Kiss's She. That would have been cool. I
1: don't want to
0: oh. hear that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Dude, the riff is, like, the coolest part of that song. What What is Harry Styles going to do with that riff? Like, like some synth thing? <laughs> That still sounded cooler than what it would have came out to be, I'm sure. I,
0: I don't know. Hey, like, maybe you said you wanted to do a pop album.
1: Maybe you could try that out. I am. I'm going to actually. Brent's to see, right? It's just going to be. Oh, Jesus Christ. We can't, <laughs> we can't get into that. Too many mutual friends to get into that one. But, man, we'll leave that <laughs> joke in there. Don't edit it out. Few people will appreciate it. Few people might think we're dicks. <laughs> But, man, I actually saw, and I'm not going to say his name or anyone else's name, <laughs> but a friend. <laughs> Sorry. Was, someone's, someone's wife, who I am also friends with on Facebook, but I don't really know his wife that well. But I know him pretty well and have worked with him. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> Posted something where they were driving home like on, from a long trip, and they were driving home and trying to stay awake. And they were listening to that individual's band to stay awake. And then, like, all the fucking emo... Like, all the people that, instead of, like, liking it, they were laughing, they were hitting the laugh button, you know? And people were commenting on it. And they weren't saying anything super rude, but it was definitely an understanding that it's, it's funny. It's... I mean, I've feel bad because it's like there's some people out there that just think they're really fucking good and somebody you would think somebody would love them enough to tell them to stop you know like one thing with me when i was first like playing out Mm -hmm. like i was always just a guitar player for years and was you know I never wanted to sing and I, I can remember first going out to like open mics and stuff and just trying to find my voice and trying to figure this whole thing out as a singer because I was not comfortable with it and I remember just driving home and telling my wife like because we had just started this was around well we'd probably been together a few years I guess but we had been together long enough um, but this was probably like 10 years ago or so and I'm just like look if, if I suck you need to just fucking tell me because I, the last thing I want is to be one of those fucking people that really, really sucks and nobody has it in their heart to tell them. But then, like, secretly, everybody's laughing at them behind their back. And she's like, well, what do you think, I'd want to sit out there and fucking watch my boyfriend make an ass out of himself and me? She's like, I don't, I'd be fucking embarrassed. I would tell you because <laughs> I'd be too embarrassed yeah. to sit out there and be like, oh, yeah, that's, he's mine. He's mine.
0: Yeah, like Cheerly John when there's crickets or something. Yeah,
1: but it's like Jesus Christ, like there, this individual that we're we are referring to, I just really can't believe that no one loves this guy enough to just be like, dude, dude, what the fuck? It's it's obviously. I'll just put it this way: the night that you and I sat around and listened to those songs yeah. and was laughing. Yeah. Obviously, we're not the only ones. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's obviously, like, this well-known thing around... here. I
0: know, because that went on, like, fucking
1: forever. Yeah, it was... Dude, it was so brutal. I mean... Oh. Uh, so on that note, I don't know if we have anything else.
0: Oh, um, I... Oh, Andy does. What about uh, one song that was near the end? It was Treat People with Kindness. Did that stand out? No, yeah. it did.
1: In the sense that that intro was really different... With like the chicks singing,
0: yeah. Like I guess I kind of liked it because it sounded kind of like, it sounded Motowny or something to me. Like it mm. sounded older. Like at first, is he covering something and I don't know? I'll this be honest song? with
1: you, the last few songs were kind of a wash for me because I I kind of started getting bored after falling.
0: That was a great. Yeah, Cause I did song, like that canyon moon, but at first the little intro he read, yeah. it made me think of that. I'm just going to Disneyland. I robbed a grocery store, now I'm going to Disneyland. Yeah, uh, do you remember that one? I had to look that up because I was like, what does this thing sound like? Or maybe I'm just trying to like link it to something in my head. But it sounded like that, or it sounded like, I don't know, like a, a Crosby, Stills, and Nash song. It was kind of like, had some kind of laid back little riff.
1: Hmm.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I'm just drawing
1: a blank. It happens when we sit here and we drink like this. Jesus, what kind of influence are you on me, Andy? Well, yeah, man. I don't know. Um, I don't know how much more we have to say about this or anything else, but I will say, anybody in the Peoria, Illinois area that is uh, has nothing going on this coming Saturday night, uh, Damon Johnson from uh, Brother Kane fame, Black Star Riders fame. Alice Cooper's a guitar player at one point in time, guitar player for Thin Lizzy at one point in yeah. time. He's going to be playing at the new cruise ends that just opened up on Route 29. Yeah, he's done a lot. He has done a lot. And yours truly will be opening the show, my band yeah. and I. I have yeah. to put in some of this So if anybody listens to this and they want to come check out my band, and then they can comment on this episode. When we post it and say, hey man, I saw your band. I don't know who the fuck you are to talk shit about any other, <laughs> any of these records or any of these bands. Because uh, I laugh my ass off the entire time. You're set, you piece of shit. Um, but I would appreciate that kind of honesty. <laughs> That's the difference between me and some people. Some people would cry and I'd just be like, god damn, about time somebody fucking told me that. <laughs> you know? Because, really, you just get people kissing your ass all yeah. the time. Like, oh, yeah, it was great. It's like, yeah, but was it? Like, I mean,
0: not everything anybody does is great, let alone me. Hey, man, your stuff is cool. I liked last time the Danzig cover and the uh, the Colt. It was almost like... Oh, you're... we
1: ripped the roof off the fucking place. I'm just saying. that.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, not to kiss your butt, but it was almost like, yeah, you kind of got some of those kind of, like, mellow or rock songs and stuff. But it sounds like you're almost, like, ready to under the surface you just want to fucking like do like a metal song and well, then you finally fine. did do it like you're holding back or something
1: yeah we kind of I mean that's kind of a metal song I guess <clears throat> it's as metal as you're probably going to hear me get yeah but I mean I obviously have a diverse taste in music and I try to bring that into what we do live and make it kind of you yeah, know yeah
0: when you did acoustic stuff you'd throw in like Richard Marks and Jellyfish I fucking and love Richard Marks. Yeah, yeah Richard like Marks a-
1: has a new record coming out doesn't he
0: yeah, I saw that he's got one in February. So. Nice. I think it was like in time for Valentine's Day too. Mm. Put that shit on. Take your lady out to dinner. He's got a, taking a
1: yeah, or pants. just cook, or just like cook like a nice little steak dinner at home. Light a candle, listen to the new Richard Marx record. Chances are my pants would fly off quicker than Courtney's, <laughs> but you know what can you do? I love me some Richard Marx. All right, well hey, we might as well wrap this up. I don't think there's too much more to say. Uh, Be good to each other and all that fine shit.
0: Uh, Thanks for coming back for episode 10, too. Episode 10, 2020. All
1: right. Here's to a happy new year and all that.